Welcome back to the Fantastic Lady Day Podcast. I am your host, Carrie Collins. And uh, yeah, we are back with another episode. I have finally managed to figure some things out. Um, Anyway, this episode, I know that we got a little heavy on the Mother's Day episode. So thank you to all of you who watched that last week. Um, we're going to get a little heavy here in the beginning because I'm actually filming this on the one year anniversary of my sweet little baby Corgi's, uh, Oliver's, uh, anniversary of his death. So this day last year was one of the worst days of my life. Um, I still can't like talk about too many details and we'll get into more of, of that, um, but a lot of things have happened. I'm a little late to the game, but, um, like the Met happened a couple weeks ago. So I wanted to talk about that and like do our whole, do our whole spiel. Um, so with that being said, I wanted to get into our first video, our opening clip as it were, and, um, in honor of my beautiful Corgi Oliver, um, this one is dedicated to my puppy. <laughs> oh, geez. All right, let me open up this. <laughs> like I said, today is a hard day for me. So if my energy is a little bit low, um, my energy is a little bit low on this episode, then uh, you kind of know why. I really should have gotten Kleenexes. Oh, well. Um, I have kind of my little homage to Oliver in the background. Um, just some pictures of the place that uh, the vet clinic that I took him to gave me this little plaque with his, his little footprint on it, which was actually very, very sweet. Um, and I got this little plushie here. Um, pretty much that day that he passed away, um, so that I could have something to kind of ease, ease the pain a little bit. It actually worked out really well because my daughter has a really hard time with it. She's going to be eight. So, I mean, she's very, you know, aware of what has happened and, and has been more aware of what death means. And, and she has been having a very hard time as well because, I mean, Oliver was around pretty much her whole life up until last year, you know. And so she's actually been sleeping with, her, her name is Pickles. <laughs> um, so she's been actually sleeping with Scarlett. So that's been, that's been nice. Um, it's still really hard for me to like go into details about what happened, but, um, I thought I would share just a few photos of the last few years of his life. Um, he lived, he was almost 14. He would have been, he died in obviously May and he would have been 14 in August. August 31st was his birthday. And, uh, anyway, I just wanted to share some stories, um, have some really funny, um, videos that I want to share, uh, just some Instagram internet videos and, um, and yeah, just kind of, I think it, 
it worked. I wanted to film this yesterday so it wouldn't be right on the day, but everything, all lines pointed to me filming this today and recording this today. So, um, yeah, I, I got Oliver, I was kind of in my transitional phase of life. Um, I was 20, I, I had kind of made the transition, um, I worked as a graphic designer for corporations for a few years, and then I started doing freelance. But I really tried to, I was really trying to find myself in my 20s. <laughs> oh my God, was I trying to feel very lost in my 20s, trying to find purpose. Uh, side note, I'm 40 and I still don't have a purpose. So it is what it is. I still ask the same questions now in my 40s that I asked when I was in my 20s. So it never, you never figure it out, basically is what I'm saying. So all you 20 year olds, if you watch it, just know that like, it, it, yeah, it is what it is. We never get it figured out. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I got him at a kind of a transitional time of my life. And, um, I think, like I said, in my last episode, you know, I never really wanted kids, but I just felt like this maternal thing. I think I was in my mid 20s when I got him. And I just kind of felt like I just needed, I remember having the conversation with my mom about getting another dog. Um, cause we already had two schnauz, like family dogs. And, um, but I wanted something of my own. Like I, I needed something to nurture. And I remember those specific, that specific word coming out of my mouth when I was talking to my mom, I'm like, I just want to nurture something. I'm feeling this maternal thing. Obviously don't want kids, but you know, I want to, I want a dog. I've, I've never had a dog of my own. It's always been family dogs. And, uh, anyway, um, at the time I was working at Hobby Lobby and, uh, this guy had just recently purchased a Corgi puppy and he brought it up to work. And I, you guys, I fell in love. And pretty much ever since then, I was like, I knew if I wanted to, if I wanted to ever get my own dog, it would be a hundred percent. It would be a Corgi. Um, and so I was kind of searching and scouring all over trying to figure out where the Corgis are. <laughs> and I found a farm out in Arcadia, which is in Oklahoma. If you're not familiar, it's like East of Edmond, which is a suburb of Oklahoma city. Like anybody really cares. But anyway, um, there was this farm that bred corgis and there was a new litter. Um, well, new ish. I think they were like nine weeks old. So they're a little bit older, ready to be adopted and taken home. And I went to this farm. Um, first of all, they were very, I mean, nowadays, I mean, as a purebred, like he was, he even had papers and everything, but like, I feel like it wasn't expensive. Like my mom actually was going, wanted to adopt this Chihuahua. And then she found out it was like $5,000. So I paid to like 250, which I felt was like a steal for like a pure breath. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so they had them outside. Um, they had their mom and dad, like in a different area. Um, their dad was like a tricolor, which was black, white, and orange. And then their mom was just the traditional orange and white. Uh, which I'll show you if you're not familiar what corgis look like. Um, it basically, it's the queen's dog or the late queen's dogs. Um, she had corgis. Um, you can look them up online. They're like the cutest little sausage dogs ever. Um, 
But anyway, um, so I went to this farm and I picked up his brother and he was just way too rowdy. Like so much energy was like just absolutely crazy. And then I picked up his sister and she was just not into it. Just, you can just really vibe. Like if you've ever, if you're close, if you kind of feel closeness with animals and like a spiritual kindredship, whatever that word is, um, with animals, um, like you can really just vibe off of energy. The minute I picked him up, he put one paw here and he put one paw here and he just started licking my face. And I was like, this is it. This is my dog. And, um, I also came with my favorite movie. Okay. Let me start back. I'm getting ahead of myself. I have a little bit of ADD, so just have to forgive me. (laughs) Um, my favorite movie, uh, growing up was Oliver and Company. If you haven't watched it, it's the cutest thing. It's about this little kitten who lived this really amazing life. And then, um, he becomes like a stray or whatever. And he kind of, you know, the old story, like he get he gets in the pack with all, like all the stray dogs and whatever. And he it goes on adventures, all these things. And he finds his person. Anyway, I just knew that like one day, whether it was a cat or a dog, I wanted to have a boy dog, animal and I was going to name it Oliver. And so when I found my Corgi immediately, I was like, his name, this is Oliver. Like, I have been waiting for you my entire life. We were meant to be together, pay the money and left and never looked back. And, um, the things with like Corgi, Corgis have their very specific, um, I'm holding this because I'm, I'm, my anxiety is really, I have a little, (laughs) my little makeup sponge I'm squeezing because I'm having a lot of anxiety today. Um, But yeah, corgis have a lot of really eccentricities about them that are very specific to the breed. Um, They're a herding dog. So some of the things that I, the wonderful things that I remember about him, especially in the early years, is that he would always be like with his nose. He never bit, but like with his nose, he would like push into my heels to try to get me to go. Like if you want to go outside or go on a walk or whatever, he would herd me all the time. And, um, of course, you know, the puppy stage is extremely hard. He did really well with potty training and all that stuff, but the biting, he chewed up all the furniture. My mom still has the two chairs that were in our living room at that time when he was a puppy that have chew marks, like all over the bottoms of them. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, he chewed on table legs, chair legs. He chewed the leather off of the couches. I mean, chewed, 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 chewed up carpet. It was ridiculous. Um, and, uh, we, he would always have so much energy. Like we would go, if, if you're from Oklahoma and you know where Mitch Park is, I would walk the entire length of like probably walk for like an hour and that dog would still have energy <laughs> to like go do something. I think he was just happy doing anything with me. We were very, very like I was his person. Um, we would take naps on the couch and he would always lay on top of me to take naps in the afternoon. That was probably my best memory. And I even have, I I don't know if I have it on here, but if I do, I'll try to show it. Um, but I do have a picture even, uh, when I was pregnant with 
Scarlet. He was laying on the couch. I mean, he didn't really fit, but like he kind of wrapped himself around the pregnant belly. <laughs> I wanted to go through some pictures. Sorry, I'm just... I don't want to talk about specifics of his death um, because li reliving it, I, I still feel like it's very traumatic. Um, it wasn't like he passed away peacefully. It wasn't. He was in pain, a lot of pain. Um, I suspect he, he ate something. It's, it's one of two things. I think there was something already going on that happened and then he, he ate something because I know he threw up some leaves so I don't know if the leaves were poisoned poisonous or what was happening um because it was just one day he was fine and he was here and literally within a 12 hour period he was gone um and uh I loved my dog. I mean, his senior years were really hard because he started to lose, you know, some, he started having some incontinence and, um, he was definitely losing hearing and losing some sight. Like he could still hear and see. Um, and he kind of would have a lot of gastric, you know, intestinal gastrointestinal issues. So he ended up not being able to like sleep. Like typically he always would sleep in the room with us, but it got to a point where he was pooping and throwing up and whatevering, peeing so much that, um, we had to eventually, you know, have him in a different, like have him in a crate or have him out in the living room or in an area where it would be easier to clean up. And, um, and his senior years were, were really hard, especially, it, those of you who have pets and kids, um, you kind of understand, you know, what I, what I'm talking about is kind of trying to balance all of that. And then senior animals need a lot more care and attention. And I didn't always have the time to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, the last few years of his life was really hard. Um, and he was also kind of aggressive with other dogs too. So that was difficult to just go out on walks and do things like that with him. But that was his whole life. He's always been aggressive with other dogs. And, um, anyway, so the last day of his life, I wasn't really suspecting that we would have to put him down. Um, I, when I thought about it before, you know, whenever hit, whenever thinking about when his day was going to be at the end, you know, I was like, I just don't know if I, I'd always told some, like either my dad or somebody else has to be there. And in the end, I'm really, really glad that I was there, that I was holding him when he passed away. And I'm, um, even though like the whole thing was just so traumatic and I just, I think the biggest thing that I can't get over was that I knew that he was in so much pain. And that's the part that kills me. And I just, I just wanted it to end for him because I just couldn't, I just didn't want him in pain. And I knew he was in pain. Oh, I'm really glad I have my, my sponge. It can like sponge away all my tears. Yeah, my, my family really views animals as another family member. And so, um, 
if you kind of feel those same, feel that same way, then you understand like losing them is just as bad as, you know, losing another family member. Um, especially since, you know, animals don't ask that much. They just ask to be loved and cared for. Uh, I'm really glad that I have this sponge here because it's really helping the makeup situation. I apologize because I just, I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't be bothered with putting on my normal full face and like looking cute. And I, you know, I try to, I know since I record this on video, like <laughs> I want to try to look semi-decent, but I just really couldn't be bothered. So you're kind of getting more of a realistic idea of what I look like day to day. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I, he will always be my first baby. Um, he, I mean, I know it's different being a dog mom than it is being a child's mom, but he was my first baby. He really helped, helped me through a lot. He went through so many relationships, so many moves, so many big transitions in my life. And, um, he was my, he was part of my soul. Anyway, uh, my camera keeps freaking out. So that is my cue to get into these. I'm just going to do like a couple of pictures here. Oh, I got a, oh, part of my not really wanting to get ready is not putting my, <laughs> not putting my glasses or my contacts in. So these are mostly from like the last, you know, couple of years, three, four years. Um, he actually ended up going and living with my mom after I had my daughter for a while, just because it was just trust and believe if you have kids and pets, you understand the struggle, um, especially with him being in his, you know, later years, he was just really, it was really hard to manage kids and dogs. So these are some of the pictures. My sweet baby. This is when we first kind of got him back. He had to go on like a full, um, like a full eating <laughs> plan. Um, but these are just, he was so chunky, you guys. He originally, when I dropped him off with my mother, he was like maybe 23 to 25 pounds, which is typical for his size. When I got him back, he was closer to 40 because he was eating like <laughs> six meals a day. But this is Oliver at the vet. He was so cute. This is him starting to slim down. That's him and my daughter. I mean, look how chunky he, uh, he was. And this was at our old condo in Westminster. And so if you've never seen a corgi go upstairs, please, please Google it because it's hilarious. He's so funny. Playing with my daughter. L I mean, just loved being with us. Never asked for nothing. Just wanted to be with us. This was on my 37th birthday. We took him, we went up to Aspen. My friend's parents have a ranch or whatever, and they rent out. Anyway, he went with us and I actually got some really good, a really good shot of, of him with us always sleeping. 
Oh, look at that baby. He's so cute. Always sleeping. <laughs> Questionable looks. <laughs> oh, that face right there. This is actually on my, um, I actually have it on him on my screen. I don't know if you can see. <laughs> I love my dog. I miss him so very much. Okay. We're going to go through like a couple more. I did hire a, at one point, just because he was so old and I was working at the time, we were working full time. I did hire a dog walker. So these are her shots and she got some really good ones. <laughs> really, really good shots. I mean, look at that poser. What a sweet baby. Always sticking his tongue out. Yeah, that's our dog walker. She was really sweet. He loved her. Yelp. Anyway, uh, it makes me sad. <laughs> All right, let's kind of, um, let's lighten up the mood, shall we? Because my heart can't handle it. <laughs> um, I did pull some corgi clips and I wanted to kind of go through like some of the things that I love about the breed. So let's, let's get into some clips and then we're going to, we're going to get into the rest of the episode. I just wanted to have this first part kind of be a little bit about, um, about my baby Oliver. I miss him. Anyway, <sighs> sorry guys. I just feel a little scattered and all over the place. So I'll reel it back in. We'll get into some good times. Sorry for the heavy. All right, here we go. Some of the things that I love about Corgis. And of course, all of the music in these, they're all music. And I couldn't find any Corgi videos without music. So I'm going to have to do just mainly the voiceovers anyway. So here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh. That looks almost exactly like my dog, does it not? After the pictures that you saw. Um, I always wish, like I did teach him a few tricks, like sit and stuff, but he mainly got to do whatever the hell he wanted. This is what I'm talking about. This next video is what I'm talking about when I talk about the crazy, like, chewing things up thing. I mean, there's, there's basically two corgis chewing up a cardboard box. I mean, going actual nuts and crazy on this cardboard box. Like, this is what my dog would do to the bottoms, the table legs and stuff. And then this next one, I love, the best thing about a corgi is their corgi butts. And my dog to like jump up on like the couch or the bed or whatever, he'd have to like do this heaving motion. <laughs> like he has to prep for it, like do these like little mini jumps or whatever. And of course, you know, corgis are long dogs. So trying to hork up the back end is always funny. And this is just, I just, it's so freaking cute. And it's even better because these are puppies trying to get up on this, on this chair. And this one puppy just can't make it. His poor little back end is just, nope. And then he falls all the way down. So cute. When they're babies, especially, their paws are like too big for their bodies. And it's just adorable. Again, this is probably my, like, other than the, the pre-hops to get up onto things, 
um, because they're so short, um, getting through the snow, they have to hop like bunnies. And this is it. Look at this. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh, this reminds me, I mean, pretty much every winter here, I would have to, um, I would have to like dig, like a a pathway for my dog to be able to go pee and poop because it was, I mean, especially like when he was younger, it was fine. He could just go out and do whatever. But like when he got older, of course, you know, I didn't want him to struggle to to go to the bathroom. So I had had to dig trenches through our backyard for him to go to the bathroom. Um, this one is just funny. Again, it has, I don't know why it has music, but it's this one Corgi and this guy is pulling a bunch of Corgi balloons and the corgi is just like, I don't know what is happening. I don't trust it. It doesn't smell like a dog. And I just thought it was, I just thought it was cute. I mean, there's no, I just thought it was cute. Um, oh, this is it. But yeah, so I guess that's all the corgi videos that I got. I know I'm late on the gala train because I think that happened, what, two weekends ago? Or two weeks ago? I forget. Um, but I thought we could go through, um, some of, I mean, the Met Gala is like when you can let your freak flag fly. And if you're not familiar, it's basically celebrities and famous people doing crazy things. And it's all about fashion and they theme it out every year. And as somebody who has no real idea about fashion or anything to like, this level um just take whatever it is with a grain of salt because I have no idea how to even dress my own body so um but there were some looks that I thought were just crazy cool and I guess I I just wanted to go through I just wanted to go through them so 2023 met gala there were some really good Um, some really good, I mean, stuff that I thought was really innovative and cool. Not that I would wear any of it or be able to fit into any of it. I think that's probably my hardest part that I'm dealing with right now is I have, I want to say since December, I've gained 13 pounds. I am being real transparent. Should I have probably told you that? No. (laughs) But, um... Anyway, so I'm not feeling myself. That's another reason why I didn't get uh, all glammed up is because I'm feeling real, real salty about how I am feeling in my body. (laughs) Anyway, let's get on to some stuff. I watched a few review, like fashion review videos from people who know fashion a lot more than me. Um, One of the, one of, I don't know how reliable he is, but uh, I did watch the one that Chris Clemens did. So if you haven't seen him, check him out on YouTube. Um, But I enjoyed his commentary. So I'm kind of going off of his stuff that way. Um, You know, I am a big, huge fan of Rihanna and her and ASAP Rocky. I'm probably going to botch half of these names. Um, they came, I loved this. It was this whole, oh, so before I get into that, the whole theme was like an homage to Carl Lager- Lagerfeld, um, who I guess was a photographer, designer, worked 
for Chanel, a bunch of different designer brands. Again, I don't know anything about fashion. And so they were kind of doing like stuff inspired, I guess, by him and his uh, fashion design. And so I guess a lot of it, a lot of his style was black and white and these like, like the Chanel style, like tweed, florals, those kinds of things. So a lot of people did the black and white theme. Um, And I think she is absolutely amazing in whatever that she does. And they're just super cute together. Um, I know that people have commented about his outfit. And a lot of people are really commending that he put the jeans with the pearls. I guess that's a real big kickback to Karl Lager- Lagerfeld. <sighs> you know, we got to get into the Kardashian-Jenner group. So I have, I feel like they are the family that you are you either love them or you hate them there is no in between however i don't know if i hate watch do i hate watch i had stopped for the long i think i feel like after they after they did like courtney and chloe take miami and all those like spin-off shows like i stopped watching i just couldn't i couldn't with these people anymore and I did watch some of the new episodes that are on Peacock, Hulu, Hulu. And I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I just, they're the same people with the same stupid, I don't know. I don't want to hate on another woman because we're all just bodies trying to figure out life in the world, but they are so far removed from like actual reality at this point that it's just really hard to watch it. It it's very hard. And I guess she's Kim has been a controversy with the Met Gala, whatever. So I just I'm kinda like when I saw their style or their stuff, I mean they always look fabulous. I mean, whatever. They always look great. Um, one commentary that I saw that said that this outfit that Kim is wearing is kind of like a tip of the hat to when she did, was it Vogue? I don't know that one or Playboy when she did with, she was completely nude with just the pearls or the diamonds or whatever she was wearing, which I thought was kind of cool. I mean, why, why the hell not? Um, a lot of people couldn't understand this because a lot of people did the black and white because I guess that was really his staple was black and white and so she was pretty much the one of the only people that showed up in color I mean she looks amazing but again okay <laughs> I really you know she got a lot of whatever with this outfit I really would have I would have worn this like if I was <laughs> famous enough I would have worn this I really I think out of if I could tolerate anybody out of the uh, Kardashian-Jenner family, I think Kendall would be. I feel like she's about this much closer to reality than any of the others. And I really liked her her outfit. Um, I really like this. I thought this was nice. So, you're welcome. <laughs> um, oh, this was from last year. That's not going to work. This one threw me... Okay, first of all, I am 100% a, forever and always will be a Jared Leto, Leto stand. I know he is very polarizing since he did the Joker, which I'm 
But then again, you know, I'm not a comic book person. I'm not like majorly into those worlds. But um, I anyway, I'm not going to I'm not going to fuel the flames on some hate. But um, I guess he went as Carl Lagerfeld's cat. <laughs> I mean, OK, so that was that was really funny. Um, but he's always I mean, he's he's been like that. He's been definitely somebody who likes to push the envelope. Gigi, I mean, again, she's a supermodel. So it's like a gada. She's going to look fantastic, even though she had a kid. I wonder how she's doing, because the whole thing right now, I guess, is her ex Zane and Selena are together. I wonder how she's dealing with that, because, you know, they have a baby together and all that stuff. and. We'll see. We'll see if uh, Selena gets her Zane baby as well. But I mean, she looks really pretty. You guys. Can we pause for the dress? I mean, everything from I feel like everything from the whole style of this thing. To the pose to the everything. I mean, Cardi won the night for me. Cardi B won the night. And I'm, I, I mean, I love me bad girl Riri, but Cardi B, this is just so stunning and it just fits her so good. And it's just it, the one commentary that I saw said that this was like a really good blend between a theme and the celebrities like personal style. And so I, I have to, I tend to agree. I think she's probably the most amazing human being um so let's see who we got next and i love anne hathaway especially since she you know i think i talked a little bit she came out with her infertility journey and i just think she's amazing so she's definitely doing a lot of the chanel tweed i guess this is like a mesh of chanel and uh valentino i have no idea again this is all an opinion coming from somebody who knows nothing about fashion. So you're welcome. But I just love her. And then everybody was talking about the fact that she did the bump it. You remember the bump it? Oh, God. I feel like we need to look up the bump it. But it's basically this thing that sits like right here on the crown of your head. And you like tease and you float the hair over. And it gives you that beehive from like the 50s. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really cool. Dua Lipa. You know, I mean, he, a lot of people really like this outfit, but I was just kind of like, me, he, okay, cool. She's not really one of my favorite uh, musicians either. I mean, I feel like her songs are just, oh, I can't, I don't know what it is about her and her music. She's like, hey, I can't do it. All right. We still got a few more to go. Kara Davinda Digging, Delavine Jigging Ding, Ging Ging Gum Bung. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I love this. This is super edgy, very like androgynous. Um, I mean, I guess people were kind of bored with it, but I don't know. I really like it. I think it's very chic. I would wear this. And she's honestly, I'm so glad that they brought Carnival back to get back on. I haven't watched the new season yet. So, and you know, my girl, you know, my girl had to show up and show the fuck out. Doja Cat coming in with full face of prosthetics. We are living. I mean, she's just so cool. I don't think I could ever be as cool as Doja Cat. 
But yeah, again, kind of the, the tip of the hat to Carl Lagerfeld. I think we've all seen her splattered all over the interwebs. So I don't need to say anything else other than she is my queen. Oh, Jenna Ortega was on it too. I got to show you guys Jenna Ortega because she's just a doll. If Did you guys ever watch um, the Wednesday series? I tried to get into it, but they just, they just missed the boat on that authentic, like, Adam's family satire. And I really didn't appreciate Catherine Zeta-Jones being Morticia. She just was not the right fit. But look how cute she is. Oh, my God. I love it. Ah, again, if I could have her body. Ugh. There's Gigi with all of her glory. Kim. I don't know who this is. Who is this? Young Mammy? Miami. Oh. <gasps> Billie Eilish. I mean, you can't really see much of her dress, but this, she was stunning. Stunning. I mean, she's just an innovator of style. This is what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this androgynous thing with, with Kristen Stewart. I mean, I know we're living in an, in an age where there are no longer two genders. Um, that, okay. Um, but I feel like androgyny has always kind of been a thing. I mean, um, uh, you know, garbage, uh, Shirley Manson from Garbage has been doing that since the 90s. I'm sure there's been more, like, been longer than that. What about Joan Jett? I mean, I think it's cute, but I just, I don't know. I think she just is so, is just reaching so much to, like, get out of that twilight because that really probably typecast her quite a bit. Oh, and Jeremy Pope, and I mean, if you can tell looking at this picture, that is the full face of Karl Lagerfeld in his, what is that, a cape? Veil? I don't know. Um, Nicole Kidman was there. Sure. Anyway, that's it. It's a lot of amazing people doing a lot of amazing things. Anyway, I thought we would just go ahead and head into some jewels of the interweb, as I'm going to call it. <laughs> um, and just watch people doing the absolute most asinine things on the internet and filming it and thinking that that's okay. <laughs> All right, so let's... Get into some videos. Keep it rolling. I want to stay happy. <laughs> ah, here we go. I can't do without like pushing my arm. No. Oh, oh. oh my god! I just broke my arm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I'm sorry. I've seen this before, and it's still like. <sighs> Like, obviously, like, you know, her body is pr pretty much in shock because that, I mean, that completely, like, that completely broke. Like, there is no doubt about it. You are going to be in a cast fam and you're going to have some surgeries to reattach that arm together. <gasps> oh my God. I love this. This is like the epitome of multitasking. Here we go. Back with another video. So today I'm doing some skin tightening on my arm. 
breaking my face down and blowing up my bum. From the waist, shrinkles, the ass pop up in the waist, drop it. The ass papa, the waist dropper. Oh my god. Seriously, my perfect Tuesday. Oh my god, this is. Uh. So, this girl is drunk on a roller coaster or some sort of amusement park ride. And I think you've seen a lot of these videos. Um. <laughs> Where people just, like, pass out from just the sheer terror of it all. And here is yet another one. So, here we go. It was, then, it was this moment where she knew she fucked up. Is this evil that we're laughing at somebody's like pain? But I mean, just the sheer terror. Oh my god, that poor girl. Yes, she passed out again. Wait, there's more. She's getting it together. She's breathing. So now, at this point, she has passed out twice. And now she's getting her breath. She's regaining herself. Her titties just flopped out of her shirt. That's right. A friend who is not on the camera, her titties flopped out. That would have been the great greatest ending to this video, but... Okay, so this is probably one of my favorite. I think she's on TikTok, but she makes these, like, random videos. But this is a cautionary tale um, about trust. So here we go. So guys, so guys, hey guys, I just had took a shower and got ready and all fresh enough for the AA meeting. Keep in mind I had drink and drink. I had a cup of coffee this morning and, and, a, and a whole bunch of spinach salad, right? Which is not a good combination. I sit on the couch and think I had to fart and it wasn't a fart, it was diarrhea. And then I started to think to myself and I said to myself, didn't I say to myself last time this happened, never trust a fart, never trust a fart, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you didn't catch that, she was on her way to AA. So obviously she is coming off of, you know, heavy, heavy alcohol consumption. And she had like a, a green, she had some greens. She had some kale or spinach or whatever she said she had. So she's obviously in like detox. <laughs> and she Never trust a fart, y'all.
<laughs> I want that to be my tagline. Um, I mean, I don't normally shit myself, but um, oh my god. But she has like a ton of videos. I wish I knew who this was. I'll have to research. I'll have to research and see who this is because I know I've seen some some other some other videos of her. Um, but anyway, it's always it's always good advice. All right. This one just caught me off guard and it's hilarious. For all of those of you who like boba tea, this is for you. Oh my god, so if you're not watching this, uh, basically it is somebody who is milking a goat, and as they're milking the goat, it's pooping into the bucket of milk. And then it cuts to a girl drinking very enjoyably a boba tea. And if you don't know what boba tea is, it's basically like this milk drink, and it has these little jellies and brown jellies in the bottom and you eat it and it looks exactly like the poop that went in the milk. So hence boba poop. Oh my gosh. And to end on a note, we've all been there with our animals. We want to really bring this full circle. <laughs> you know, you really... It's a good thing that God made animals and children cute because honestly, we would probably one go to jail and and be have our animals or children take it away from us. Oh, oh! I must say, like, I guess I should have put a disclaimer if you don't like puke. <laughs> if you don't like puke. Do not watch this next two minutes. <laughs> what I love the most about this video is that the dog just slinks away. It knows it fucked up, but it knows it made its point. And that's the whole thing of the video. The dog looks at him like, you made me do it. I told you and you made me do it. You should have let me out. Oh my gosh. We're at the end, guys. I really appreciate you uh, being here, watching, listening. Um, don't forget, you can watch on YouTube, but you can also follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah. Um, sorry it's been a little heavy. Next week, we got some fun things planned for Memorial Day. Um, and yeah. I miss my dog every day. One day, I know, we'll be reunited. Um, but until then, guys, keep coming back every Friday for a new episode. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram. I'll try to keep that updated as much as possible, too, with all the new comings and goings and things happening. So, yeah, I really appreciate you guys uh, watching, listening. And I will see you next week for another episode. Bye, everyone.